Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and as always I'm joined by my co-host Christian Garcia. Sup, sup fam. Sup nerds. This is the nerdy podcast made by Nerds for Nerds where we talk about a little bit of everything. We talked Comic-Con last episode so hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, talk movies, video games, and all things fun, fun, fun. The way we like to start off every show is with a little thing we call Nerdy Confessions, where we confess the things that make us nerds. And I have a pretty good one, so I'll, st- I'll start sure. this week. So my Nerdy Confession is uh, this past Saturday, I DM'd my first role-playing game. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. All right, yeah, this is a good one. All right, go for it, man. My, uh, How'd it go? <laughs> it, w- it went well. Uh, so uh, it's with my uh, group of friends that I... I uh, play with on saturday evenings and um we were previously playing pathfinder which is basically dungeons and dragons 3.5 plus math plus, plus hella math plus hella math <laughs> um yeah it, it's not that bad once you like really set up the character sheets but i feel like i can knock out like a D character sheet in like half hour like pathfinder one took me like almost two hours to make it's just like you can honestly do it quicker if you know i mean i I feel like for me when i'm making it it was my first time doing it it's like backstory usually yeah no one gives a shit about my backstory (laughs) um but yeah so in this game um we decided to uh because we have uh one uh, another new player uh in the in the game that we're playing um and so we kind of played you know a little bit of a campaign through pathfinder and then kind of like i don't know if the guys just got tired of it or what, but we all kind of decided like, hey, let's switch it up and, and play something new. Also, Pathfinder version two is coming out, so we didn't want to, like I don't know our DM is weird and he's like, I don't want to uh, continue Pathfinder one. I want to learn Pathfinder two and then go on. But all right, cool. Let's just. Uh, I was like, all right, whatever. It's fucking up for everyone. <laughs> but uh, so we decided to switch, which I was kind of cool because you know it was kind of uh, it gotten a little stale um, in the game we were playing. So we mixed it up, and now we're playing Starfinder, which is Pathfinder or Dungeons & Dragons in space. All right. And it's fucking awesome. First of all, I mean, it's taken some getting used to, and I was a little um, I was a little. I'm, I'm curious. Hesitant. Like, is it like, do you have, like, oxygen tanks, and you're like, oh, shit, you're running out of oxygen, or you got to roll for oxygen or something? Or? Uh, so there is, there are <clears throat> different uh, mechanics for that, for going in areas where, uh you know, you have corrosive environment or um, oxygen-free environments and things like that. So you do have to think about things like that. The the adventure we're playing, I'm you know decided to start off with a pre-written adventure, um, seeing as it's my first go round. Uh, so there's nothing, there's none of that really in there. But there is, um, you know, there are laser guns and uh, and laser swords and shit like that. Um, so they're, they're not lightsabers. Well, it's, you know, it's a laser. It's just, <laughs> it's basically a lightsaber. Um, I did find, you know, you can find these fun little videos on YouTube saying like, "Here's how to play as a Darth Vader esque character in Starfinder," and they tell you like what kind of build to do. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to be a technomancer, but you want to be, you know, with this this alignment and this this is, you know. Um, so yeah, I was a little hesitant at first, like doing a completely new game to me, you know, I've never played Starfinder before, um, and have it be my first game, uh, DMing, but, um, uh, I, I gotta say, I think it went pretty well. Um, I, how I, many players tried to seduce an alien? Uh, <laughs> there was, there was one fight. So, uh, it's basically, uh, that always happens. Someone's trying to seduce someone. <laughs> I'm going to fuck that alien. <laughs> Um, How many orifices does it have? Yeah. Which one looks safe? <laughs> which one looks safe? <laughs> which one looks safest? Um, so basically it's a group of, uh, you know, there's like two of us who have played a few games here and there. Um, and then like two of us who have played quite a few games and then one girl who's completely new. Like this is her first time playing ever. Um, or Pathfinder was at least, I should say. And so it's it's an interesting combination, and um, you know, uh, speaking of like uh, uh, seduction, um, I had this one uh, scene where basically, I guess, I guess, what do you call it? Scene interaction? 
Uh, well, I mean, they get. It's just they're in a bar. Yeah. You know, okay. It's like a bar scene, right? So they're and they were talking to NPCs. They're talking to NPCs, right? And um, and first of all, I had left out a couple NPCs that I made up on the fly, as I was like writing the level. I'm like, it doesn't make sense to only have two groups of people in here. I need three groups of people, so I made up two. And those ones they interacted with like the most, and so I'm like making stuff up on the fly. I'm like, oh yeah, these guys work for this clan, and this is. He's like, shit, I gotta remember like, that later. I'm writing it all down as I go. Um, hopefully they don't listen to this. Maybe they will. I don't know. <laughs> I made up the humans. <laughs> um, but anyway, I I made this one character called a Vesk, which is like he's a big, like lizard man. Who's like kind of like the Klingons are in Star Trek world where they're all about so repti- reptilians, r- reptilians. Yeah, he's a reptilian guy. He's a lizard guy. Um, but yeah, and he's all about like honor and battle and mercenaries and stuff like that. Right. And we keep trying to get this uh, one of our newer players, this girl to uh, kind of like get into it and role play a little bit more because she's a little hesitant because it's new and, you know, she's not used to it. And um so uh some of them were like why don't you go talk to the best guy you know why don't you go see what he's all about and she comes up she's like yeah i walk over there and i'm like and then what do you do <laughs> she's like i say hello and i'm like and then i you know i, I get the guys a little hello how may i help you you know like the best guy's talking to her she's like you know i just just wanted to talk <laughs> you know <laughs> and he's like I'm like about yeah anything you know? in particular <laughs> like anything in particular. She's like, I don't know. I just wanted to see if you wanted some company. I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is this turning into? Like, uh, I, I like to uh, keep it within the species, unfortunately. But thank you, <laughs> I'm flattered. <laughs> and she was just like, no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I'm like, I don't know. So what you sounded like. <laughs> and so it's, it's kind of fun to try to get everyone on the same page as far as like role playing and stuff. But I think it went pretty well. I did have to make some stuff up on the fly, which, you know, now I'll kind of be ready for, uh, for the next session. Little, little secret, Cody, you always have to make shit up on the fly. <laughs> yeah. Cause you never, you can, you can't possibly prepare for everything. You can think like, Oh, I have this campaign that's going to lead exactly what I want them to lead into. Yeah. But you don't, you never know what the fuck they're going to throw at you. Yeah. Dude. Like, they were like asking me stuff about things I mentioned in passing. I'm like, what? Oh yeah. Uh, I guess that's like, I don't know. It's like where the bad guys hang out. (laughs) Um, but you know, overall it was really fun. Um, uh, the combat went a lot smoother than expected, I think. Um, and then now, now we're on a part where we're kind of doing an investigation and it's kind of fun to be able to, figure out when you need to kind of move everybody along and when, you know, you want to draw it out a little bit more. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't have anything for what's coming next. <laughs> um, but yeah, it went well, I'm excited to do it next time. But uh, yeah, if you're, you know, I'd say if you're, if you like playing tabletop RPGs and you are interested in dungeon mastering, just, just do it. Just take the plunge. Cause everyone needs more dungeon masters. <laughs> You know what I mean? Everyone wants to play. No one wants to DM. Yeah. When technically, if you think about it, the DM plays the most. Right. Like, he's he's the one who's the most involved. Anything happens, it's going to go directly to the DM. And yeah. that's usually when someone's hesitant on doing it. It's like, oh, well, I want to play. I don't want to DM. It's like, well, you are playing. You're playing the most. <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly. The, though I will say the one caveat to that, because I've heard that, and I do believe that to a certain extent. One caveat, though, is that when you are a DM, you're not out there to murder everybody. Some DMs are. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be if you're a good if you're a good DM. You know, you you want to uh, make sure everyone's having a good time, rather than like there. <laughs> there's definitely one where I rolled like a crit on like the first interaction. You they have. have a screen, right? Yeah. You okay? Good. Well, well, I don't. I have. A, I have a. I have a tray, and everyone's far enough away where they can't, they can't really see. see. Okay, but I think the the other guy, our other DM, who normally who was doing the Pathfinder, I think he saw it and he looked. He's like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Uh, yeah, roll a 15. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was like, "Dude, I was gonna merc someone." Well, it's like it's it's a weird balance, isn't it? I mean, because you yeah. you don't want to make it too easy because then it's not fun right and you want to challenge the players but at the same time if you it's like a 
fucking like fine line. Like, yeah. Where if you if you make it too easy, then people lose interest. But if you make it too hard, people are, well, I don't want to continue. I feel like I'm just gonna die. But at the same time, you got to throw in the the danger factor, or yeah. else it doesn't feel. This was literally like five minutes in. They're thrown into their first combat. And oh, wasn't like, that super squishy? Dude, yeah, they have like ten HP. And I, I basically had rolled something where I had done 12 damage. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. So I'm not too f- – I've never played Pathfinder, but, you know, that's a, that's a dead, and I think that's yeah. one death save, I think, right? Or- yeah, so I, I just – I fudged it a little bit, and just I'm like, oh, yeah, I take, like, four points of damage. Because <laughs> um, I didn't want to kill them immediately. But it was just, it was just too – basically, I, I roll a uh, crit on the attack. And then I rolled uh, max for damage. So double the damage. Yeah, and it was just like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And like you're you're even supposed to take like a burning damage because it was a laser gun. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, yeah, just take like four, I guess. <laughs> They're like, oh, four points of damage. I'm like, trust me, it four points of damage is is a good situation. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's interesting, man. And it's like uh, one thing that's. When you play D anD D, do you ever play like when you have a bow and arrow? Do you really keep track of ammo? I've never, I've never played in a campaign where ever any DM has done that. Yeah, so and, I, I was kind of torn on, with laser guns because there's battery levels and stuff. Or yeah, there's supposed, to, you know, there's regular guns and there's laser guns, and they're supposed to be like, you know, you're supposed to get twenty shots per charge. And then you have to recharge or, or recharge the gun or reload. I mean, okay, so personally, this is why I wouldn't do it DMing. And then, you know, I'm curious if anyone can hit us up on Twitter what you guys think. But yeah, let us know. for me, it's like, okay, if you have like a ranger, an archer, and he spent all his arrows, like, well, that really sucks. Like, if he didn't have any other weapon. But if, the, if that character manages to survive, next time they're at a, like, a village or anyone who's, what are yeah. they going to do? They're going to load up and probably run around looking a lot for ammo. And it's like, well, we can. And to me, that part's not the most exciting part right. of the game. So it's like, well, we can skip that. And you always have enough. Like, you, you just, yeah. you're not going to run out. You're just cognizant of. You're super you know. prepared. Yeah. Or you can make them on the fly. Like, right. When you're exactly. traveling. I think that's one of those uh, things. And then the other one is like uh, bag weight. You know, I just like I always take it like rather than calculate it up each time, because in this one, in this one, you're allowed to carry like like five to ten bulk and like, OK, you have these one items that weigh one bulk and then you have these other ones that say L and you need ten of those to make one bulk. I'm like, dude, forget that, you know, just think about it in your brain. And if it sounds reasonable, like, OK, I'm a I'm a fairly physically fit alien person can i carry this with me okay yes there's no bag of holding no no yeah i just like you have a backpack and as long as you can conceivably like carry all these things you should be good you know use your brain and (laughs) and that's like kind of our fat you know uh uh loose fast and loose rules for it also i don't want to keep track like well how many ball bearings do you have wait a minute Count up your bag. Let me yeah. <laughs> empty How many darts out. do you have? Like, you know, yeah. I, don't, I don't like doing all that. I don't want to do that. Because I mean, then, like, then you'd have to ask, you'd have to start doing that with other. If, if you're going to be that realistic with it, like, all right, well, how many swings of a sword can, how many times can you, you know, chop things before it goes dull? You know, yeah. like, I'm so not one thing that's kind of interesting about this one um, is that there is a, uh, there's like a stamina um, pool that each character has. And then there's, um, there's a uh, another uh, stat called uh, reserve, I think it's called, which is when like you know, so you can fight or, or you know um, do certain actions this many times, use your powers this many times, and then you basically run out of stamina. I forget what it, it really applies to. I think it's like it sounds a lot like certain <clears throat> abilities. You've played five E, right? Yeah, yeah. So it sounds a lot like spell slots for like magic users. Yeah, kind of. Except it actually goes for everyone. Um, and that's what I was gonna say. But I'm assuming it goes for fighters and you know yeah. the energy level. Yeah, I think it has to do. It's kind of a universal uh, thing where like if you do certain actions so many times, you run out of stamina, but you have a resolve, so you can kind of like you know you know will yourself back into the fight kind of thing and give yourself an extra like a second point. wind. Yeah, exactly. So. That's kind of interesting. And then there's gonna also going to be uh, spaceship battles. So that's kind of cool, too. You know, it, th- there's actually, like, you have you have to have people in different p- 
positions like on a starship you have to have like a engineer a navigator pilot you know this and that and a weapon specialist so they got a role to, for, for yeah and you have to like keep your shields up at a certain level and stuff like that you also have two armor classes you have an energy armor and a kinetic armor so like depending on whether you're getting hit with bullets or laser beams or light swords or regular swords so it's pretty cool man i'm uh it's it's really fun learning about it and getting into it it's just it is also overwhelming because it's like you you have to know this whole entire world essentially to really like grasp everything like so what would be like the dragons in this game uh space dragons <laughs> space dragons i that was one of my uh my crutches that i used uh, i would just put space in front of anything that i didn't know <laughs> Space goblin. I'm like, I'm like, okay, they're going into the bar, and he's like, oh, what's your specialty? I'm like, space mead. <laughs> it's like, uh, and then the guy's like, oh, the vest guy, he's not drinking alcohol. What's he drinking? It smells like herbal and kind of like tea. What is it? It's a uh, vesk tea, you know. <laughs> so there's certain little crutches like, I had. It's like a, it's a space ogre. Yeah, you know, just a space, space ogre, space owlbear. You know, there are um, some cool races. There's like there's one that basically <clears throat> looks kind of like Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy, and they have some slight telepathy powers. There's also like a hive minded bug one, which is kind of cool, and you can be like. So that would be what the, ah, uh, uh, not the demi. Oh my god, mind flayers. I'm guessing. Yeah, something like that. You know, um, and they're like, uh, and then there's like. Ooh, I don't know. I don't remember if there's like space elves or not. I don't remember if that was part of it or not. There's always space elves. It's, it's got to be right. Um, but yeah, there, there's a bunch of different characters. Oh, um, the kind of like the halfling um, class is these little rat characters. They're like mice people. They look very similar to uh, Mouse Guard if you've ever seen or heard. Speaking about of that. which, did yeah. you see the the they did a test animation for the movie? Oh, you were telling me about that. Comic it looked Con. great, and I was like, dude. Why didn't they make this? It looked amazing. Yeah, so that that's kind of like their deal, and they're they're good for spaceships because they fit in small places. <laughs> Probably good thieves, I'm guessing. Yeah, I th- I think so. That's one one of the classes that they could do really well. But they're also really geared towards engineers. There's also an android class, which is kind of cool. What, or what's, android race? I what's like say. the barbarian equivalent? Um, I, I don't know. I gotta say it's probably those lizard guys. Um. But that's a race or a class? That's a race. Oh, like, oh, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, barbarian class. Uh, you know, like, the, yeah. like the meat shields, you know? Like I don't the, know. Honestly, I, I didn't look too much at all the classes because I was going to be DM. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just looking at, like, how to build an NPC. And, like, um, but uh, there's quite a few different um, uh, cool classes. Like, uh, there are wizard-esque ones. There's um, the engineers are kind of like, um, I don't know. I guess engineer would be like almost like a like a bard, almost like they they do like they do have some little magic stuff, but they also it's all based on around technology. It's really fun. Is so, there anything similar to a druid? Turn um, into like other alien races. I don't know. Um, there are some. There are some like religious based power ones um I, I just don't remember what they're called um and then there's there's technomancers which are like i think they're like wizards basically um but yeah there's all sorts of stuff there's you know you should check it out um one thing that's really cool about the game in general is if you buy the core rule book it basically has the dm guide built into it nice unlike Dungeons and Dragons, where you got to buy everything separately. So I mean, well, the handbook will go over a lot of the DM stuff. It'll it'll do most. This one does more though, like nice. which is kind of cool. Um, so you can buy one book and and really get by with it for most of the time. So I will say, players get your own handbook. I hate when I'm the <laughs> one dude with a handbook. Dude, can yeah. I borrow that? Can I borrow that? Can I borrow that? It's like, dude, yeah. Fucking Plus, I like to like put post its and stuff like that. So it's like buy one, just buy one. Yeah. It's a great investment. What's your nerdy confession, Christian? I went on far too long. I'll keep it related to Dungeons and Dragons. So I love mythology and mythological creatures and cryptozoology. And like Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know we've got. I don't know. I don't know if he's a cryptid. I he's definitely a mytho- mythological beast. <laughs> he was a real dude. He was I, a real I dude. Know. I haven't seen his bones. People debate it with his abilities and what he. Can I want do. a DNA test. <laughs> he is not the father. <laughs> I wonder. Or the son. 
What would show? Or the Holy Ghost? I guess would he have D? I do. Would he have DNA markers? I don't know, man. It's a good question, man. He's got to have uh, mitochondria. We just stumbled upon that's some the powerhouse serious, of the cell. <laughs> some serious stuff. <laughs> um, so I like researching uh, creatures, and actually, a lot of the times, just so I could try to throw them into a campaign, because you got a lot of players who will read the monster manual, and you know. They'll, oh, I know how to handle this one. You really shouldn't be metagaming. You know, you should act like your character doesn't know shit. Yeah. Um, or at least do a check or something to see, like, oh, uh, do I know nature check? Do I yeah. know what this is? Yeah, but no, sometimes you get those players like, oh, you know, I know that, this, you know, he's weak against fire. And it's like, well, no, but you may know that, but your character wouldn't know that. Like, I would say most time. things are weak against fire. <laughs> Except like a fire elemental. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that seems pretty self-explanatory. Then you do water, you know, switch it up. <laughs> Well, I mean, then you got to take it into consideration how intelligent is your character. You know, if he's yeah, got true. low intelligence, he's not going to know that shit. Let's fight fire with fire. That's actually one of my favorite things when you get someone of low intelligence. Like if you got a barbarian that, you know, they actually don't stack up on intelligence and you see him throw a natural 20. Because then you have to come up with a good reason of why he would know that. Like yeah. he's not intelligent, but he rolled really high. It's like who wants to be a millionaire <laughs> uh, or no slumdog millionaire. That's what I meant. You know, he's like never seen he, it. Oh, you never seen it. Never seen it. It was actually a really good movie. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. I just said I never saw it. Well, the point of that movie, <laughs> so I'm going to spoil it to, to make this point, but the point of that movie is he gets all the answers right for who wants to be a millionaire. They all think he's cheating, right? Mm -hmm. But the reason why he gets all those answers correctly is because he had a life event that corresponded to each of those answers. Basically, like, for some reason, <clears throat> like, who is on the American $100 bill? And he said Benjamin Franklin. And, like, this is based in India. No one knows who Benjamin Franklin is. It makes perfect sense. Like, they're not going to study up on our history. But someone, like, his brother was, like, a drug dealer. And he's like, hey, man, you ever seen a $100 bill before? And he showed it to him. He's like, who's Benjamin Franklin? And that's why he remembered it. <laughs> and so, like, it would be one of those things with the so barbarian. The <laughs> he was like, whoa, how did you know how to do that, you know, necromancy spell? Like, well... You know, one time I was I was getting hammered at this bar. And this necromancer came in and dropped his pamphlet. I was like, "Whoa, you forgot this!" And that's why he remembers. It's like, but you can't read. Yeah, it's like we're like, uh <laughs> he gets. Well, he showed me how to do it. <laughs> but no, um, but yeah. So I was researching creatures, and I stumbled upon one of my favorite ones. It's I don't ever look at too much Japanese folklore, and which makes me think I probably should because if I'm going to use other creatures, but I stumbled upon a shirame. Okay. And I recommend everyone look it up. But how do you, being spe how do you spell it? S-H-I-R-I-M-E. So what it is, it's a Japanese creature that in his butthole has an eye. Ooh. That's, and that's <laughs> a brown eye. They have, there's a lot of drawings in them. And they don't eat food, but they feed off scaring well, I was going to say the shit out of people. But no, uh, they feed off of scaring people. So they just pop up. They show you their brown eye. You freak out. They feel satisfied, and they go away. Sounds like the Tenderloin. Right? <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> They're not trying to scare anyone. The scaring is uh, accidental. Yeah. <laughs> They're just trying to take look care of business. Look at my butthole. Oh, no. <laughs> not again. So I recommend everyone looking it up. Take a quick little look. I love that, and I love the Tanukis. The oh, little, yeah. The they do. Which are funny because they're a real thing. They're a real thing, but there's a mythological one where they use their testicles for everything. Yeah, like they bounce on them and sit on them and fly with them. And that's Bust what, things open with them using a bludgeoning Tanuki, weapon. That's what Tanuki Mario from Mar Super Mario 3 is all about. Yeah, but That's he, why he flies. Was he? Oh, yeah, well, I didn't know that he was using his testicles, but they don't really show. Well, they don't really show. They're just like, oh, I wonder why this raccoon flies. Scrotum. That's why. Yeah. That's why. So have you ever played... Super Mario 3, that explains why a raccoon man will be flying around. <laughs> Tanuki ball. Yeah. Ball it's flash. too bad that they didn't use the Shidame in uh, Super Mario. Yeah. That was when the, that's what those, uh, I'm trying to think. That'd be like what the like plants are or something like that. Nah. Nope. Gotta have an eyeball in there. <laughs> what is that monster? It looks like a butthole. See, in d and I was thinking, like, I guess it would be psychic damage. Like, yeah. if he pops up and you freak out. like. Yeah, exactly. He keeps hitting you with the psychic damage. He's like, I know the eyeball's there, but it keeps fucking me up. Yeah. <laughs> Roll a fortitude save. Oh, nope. You have pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fortitude or constitution. Constitution, yeah. That's, that's what it would be. <laughs> um, well, cool. 
Yeah, I, I, I'd say for anyone out there who, who is on the fence about playing Dungeons & Dragons or Pathfinder or Starfinder, any of these tabletop RPG games, get a group of friends, you know, draw straws for who's going to DM and just learn it and play it. You can be as fast and loose with the rules as you want. The fact is that, you know, the, the most important part is that you try it, get out there and just like get used to role playing and have fun with it. You know, you don't have to, like I said, we don't care about ammo or bag weight or, you know. And if you, if you don't know, if you've never played any guys and you played and you want like a, a peak of what it's like, I check out like Critical Role um, and there's other ones. Or check out our friend, you know, check out our friend Satine Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, she's got a bunch of great videos. She has great, about it. great DMGM tips. Uh, oh, yeah. She's got a ton of those. And, you know, or go back and listen to our episodes that we've had her on here because she's yeah. great. And she tells us all, all sorts of I'm cool just, tips. I'm excited now that you DM. And I'm like, yeah, Cody's going to DM uh, the yeah, game I for know. us. I know. Now I'm going to be stuck in that slot. Not always. Forever. Not always. But for a while. But it is really fun. Um, and it would be it would also be fun to do different classes of GM. Like one where I'm, like, just trying to murder everyone. <laughs> or, one, or one where, like, I'm just trying to force people along into the exact like into the exact game path that i want like that would be a fun you do different you know for sure different kinds of uh you know that would be like a weird external meta game where you're like oh what kind of dm am i gonna be today <laughs> i'm gonna be the asshole dm yeah benevolent dm yeah oh guess who's gonna find a bunch of magical items today um so, a uh, fun thing that's happening right now um, out on uh, Amazon Prime Video, new fun show that we saw a lot about at Comic-Con, just came out, called The Boys. And I am, you know, we're not going to spoil it, so if you haven't seen it, don't worry. But um, uh, I'm like three episodes in, and I love it. I'm one episode in, and I love it, but <clears throat> I also read a lot of the graphic novel, which I love. Um, so anyone who's read the graphic novel, um, it is a little bit different, not upset with it. Obviously they're going to do different stuff. Um, I do like a lot of the directions that they changed. A lot of the stuff they changed in from the graphic novel to the show makes more sense to me. Yeah. And it, 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 they did a great job on the changes. Um, and I haven't read all the graphic novel. Maybe they, they explain later on, but the show decided to, bring it in earlier which i feel like was a better decision but it's it's good highly recommend watching it don't have any kids around for sure yeah definitely not <laughs> definitely, it's no definitely for a mature audience and kind of the basic for it i think we've talked about it before but uh we'll go over briefly is basically you know it's set in a world where superheroes are a normal thing and these superheroes um, you know, they have a Justice League called the Seven, basically. It was basically Justice League. Yeah, they did a cool job of Justice League slash couple of them mirror Marvel characters. Like, uh, what's his name? Homelander. Uh, looks, he's got a little Superman-ish, little Captain America-ish. Like, well, I mean, cool he, he flies, he's invulnerable, and has laser well, I'm talking vision. about his suit, though. Like, the oh, yeah, his suit. flag, he's got the red and blue, you know. Well, that's uh, Superman. The Super truth, oh. truth, justice, in the American way is what he stands for. But, um... Yeah, it's really it's There's really good. a Wonder Woman esque character. Yeah, There's like an super Aquaman heavily guy. ripped off. Like yeah. yeah, like almost almost like like someone her in cosplay. Is yeah, like exactly. <laughs> and, but the Aquaman character is really funny. Yeah. Um, the Deep, and then there's like a Flash type character called the A Train, and uh, there's an Invisible Guy. He he was an interesting character. Um, but yeah, so he's an interesting character. Um, but he, <laughs> there's yeah. <laughs> weirdo <laughs> don't give stuff away but he's um it, it's it's set in a world where superheroes are a real thing but there's also normal people and you know not everyone can be super and then um and apparently some of these superheroes you know they're not being held accountable for some of the collateral damage that happens when they're out there you know fighting crime and stuff so it's um it's an interesting look and then there's this group of people known as the boys, they never really call themselves that, but um, where there are a bunch of normal people who uh, basically are trying to prove that the supers are doing some of this less than savory things. So in the in the graphic novel, and anyone who's read it, it's no surprise. Um, but they're actually the uh, the ones that keep them in line. They're the ones who were meant to put the fear of God in them. Like, hey, 
keep it straight, you know, like yeah. no casualties and, you know, don't don't get out of, you know, too out of line. And they're the ones that's like, oh, because when you do, these are the guys that put us in check. So um, uh, I haven't seen, again, I've only seen one episode, so I don't know if the show's oh, going to take direction. That's but definitely much different from yeah. <laughs> the direction the show's taking. But cool. Good to know yeah. that that is different. Um, there is one thing, too. Um, it's, it doesn't spoil anything. But there's this one scene with the deep and a dolphin, and holy shit, <laughs> I it was like I was watching at like two in the morning this morning, and I burst out laughing because it was so hilarious. And you'll see it, you'll know when you see it. Oh, I'm sure. And it's amazing. It's <laughs> some of the best best damn TV I've ever seen. Um, also, uh, side note: the the chick who plays Star Starlight Starbright. Starlight. She looks very familiar, but I couldn't pinpoint. She looks a lot like Kate Mara from Fantastic Four, New Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks a lot like her, but it's not her. I didn't think it was her, but I could see it now that you said it. Yeah, very similar to her. But um, Also, in the graphic novel, it was supposed to be, um, not Nick Frost, uh, Simon Pegg, uh, who was supposed to be Huey. And oh, really? It was modeled after him, and... They even did the speech patterns after him, and I think he actually had a little bit to do with the writing on it. So I I, I saw in the previews that it wasn't him, and I was bummed out because that was one of my favorite things about the graphic novel, but it was kind of cool that they showed him as Huey's dad. So yeah. he was in there. Yeah, and I, I like the guy they have playing Huey. He's, he's a good actor. I have nothing against him. It's just, you know, I, I love Simon yeah. Pegg. He's one of my favorite actors. And then Carl Urban is just amazing. Amazing. He should one play of the, everything. He's one of the most underrated actors out there. Like, I I can't say this enough. I just want him to be the lead in every movie that I watch. I Judge Dredd was amazing. I think he'd be great as Wolverine. I think he'd be awesome. I think he would be too. But I think he's now he's too old, you know. Or I mean, depends on which Wolverine you're going to show. I mean, it, but he's too old to start it, you know, like when 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 you get Marvel and you're trying to introduce a new character, they want someone who's going to play them for years, a decade, you know what I mean? And I don't like you saw, I think I told you who they were thinking about Taron, casting. Taron Egerton. I have from nothing. Kingsman. I have nothing against him as an actor. I no, think I actually really like him. I really like him. I think he's Ooh, a great you know actor. What? I haven't seen that Elton John movie yet. I, I haven't really seen it either. See that. But I just, to me, he looks too similar to Tom Holland. And you know, like you, you want a difference between Spider-Man and and Wolverine. You yeah. know, and I don't know. I just feel like he. Again, I think he's an amazing actor. I just don't think that this role is for him. It and there's a, other great roles that he can do, but I just, I can't, I can't picture it. Honest, and maybe, maybe honestly, if they do, yeah, I'll he, be wrong. There's, there's other people he could play who he'd be very good at. Like, um, yeah, if anything, Marvel has a shit ton of characters. Yeah, they can exactly. bust out, so, so um, but yeah, he would be weird. I know he's been, he's been kind of pining for to play Wolverine for a while, but. Um, yeah, Someone had thrown out on Twitter that they were thinking about uh, Billy from Stranger Things. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I see that, no. too. You definitely could do the crazy part, you know, but. I, 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 no, he's he's too pretty. <laughs> he's, he's such a pretty man. You need someone. His eyelashes are just too. That's not yeah, Wolverine eyelashes. That's not Wolverine eyelashes. One of the problems, though, is that Wolverine is this grisly, like, scruffy, hairy dude. Like outdoorsman dude, yeah. Right. And if you look at young actors in Hollywood, there's not a lot of people who look like that because, like the the uh, you know the the picture of beauty, you know, is is now for men at least are more people like Chris Evans, who are very clean cut, like hardly any chest hair. Remember when Henry Cavill had like chest hair popping out of the <laughs> out of the. Uh, Superman suit, everyone's like, oh my goodness, look at this guy. <laughs> um, so it's, it's interesting. There's not well, a lot of Cody, guys. That's because Kryptonians are, you know, ha pretty hairless. So. Yeah, exactly. He was waxed. Um, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. There's not a lot of guys out there who, like, you know, who wear a beard, you know, regularly and have, you know, you can picture with the big sideburns and stuff. So you just put Danny DeVito, dude. Just have him. <laughs> no, they should not do that. <laughs> they should not do that. Um, but yeah, he'd yes. be a good Modoc though. <laughs> he would be a great Moda Modoc. <laughs> like just just have him like <laughs> his face <laughs> superimposed on the big screen with thing. the little limbs <laughs> with the little <laughs> just floating around. Dude, they'd have to James Cameron that shit. Like a new technology. <laughs> 
would have to be invented just for the <laughs> just movie. for them to make Danny DeVito into Moto. James Cameron's like, yeah, I really don't know why we would ever use this technology again, <laughs> but it just works so good. <laughs> that would be amazing. It would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we called Blade. Who knows? Maybe they're listening. Yeah, and yeah I know. I know. Do it again. <laughs> the guys at Marvel like are just listening like, to the shit, podcast. All right. They're like, I don't know, Danny DeVito as Modoc? It kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Feige is like our, our top listener. Like, All right, man. Well, there it is. I know. Kevin, if you're listening, make a Namor movie. Oh, we already said it. Black Panther 2. <laughs> that's that's going to be the next thing. That'll be our next one. That uh, I feel for sure. I'm actually surprised. That's the next cross I'm going to die on. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that that didn't get mentioned. I thought for sure yeah. they were going to mention that. That's why when they were putting the movies up, I was like, oh, for sure. Like, they're going to at least mention it. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's a um, though I do respect that from Marvel, too, is that, you know, from all the movies they mentioned from phase four, uh, none of them were the ones that are like guaranteed huge successes. You know what I mean? Like Black Widow is probably the closest one. And um, and, uh, you know, I just maybe hope- Doctor Strange. But like for the most part, there was no, you know, first of all, there's no Avengers. There's no, um, there's no like Black Panther, which made a gazillion dollars. Yeah, well, it was crazy. There's no Guardians of the Galaxy, which also made like a gazillion dollars. Well, they um, barely got, you know, gun back, so. Right, right. And that's what, one of the things why he wasn't on there is because he's still finishing up Suicide Squad 2, which I'm sure is going to do really well. Now. Well, now that it's him. Yeah. Um, and then there's also uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Love and Black Thunder. Panther. Thor, so that Thor was kind of a, a good one, you know, because of how good Ragnarok did. But and then there wasn't. There's one other one that I'm thinking of that Thor, Spider Man. There wasn't another Spider Man on there. Yeah, and Tom Holland's only guaranteed one more. Yeah, Spider Man. So it's kind of interesting that they went with things like the Eternals, Shang Chi, um, Doctor Strange is you know a good sequel, but still, you know. I don't think it was as big as some of these other ones. So it was an interesting take. You know, well, I think this phase is the one that's, I think this is the phase where Sets it's going to start explaining for the next, you know, big. Yeah, you got to introduce some bigger concepts. Um, Which is, I think that's why they brought out the Eternals, like just to explain right. more cosmic beings. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we'll have to see where, where that goes. Because um, I'm excited for just, you know, the range of Marvel characters that we can see, especially when mutants start showing up. That's going to be awesome. Fantastic Four is going to be... And vampires. Awesome. Vampires as villains. And then the Daywalker. I, can, I still can't believe we called that like the day before. That was so <laughs> well, cool. for us, it was like a week before. That's true. That's true. In in real time, it was a week before. But when we released the episode, we're just fucking rock stars. We should just be writing at Marvel. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, they got a million writers on all those movies. Like, they can't all be good. Right? <laughs> or even, we can even just be the guys that read the skit, like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. We're, we're like, we're the pulse of the fandom. <laughs> yeah, we're the, we are the uh, fandom uh, census. So we just, you know. Like, not feeling like, it now. You're going to do what? <laughs> no. Like, no, not going to happen. <laughs> That way I get a better chance of getting that Hercules movie that I really want. Yeah, Hercules. I'm excited. I would be excited for that because that opens up the whole Greek. Uh, Greek gods thing, you know. Um, Don't make them aliens. Just fucking make them gods and demigods. Honestly, though, like the place to to bring him in would be a Thor movie. For sure. Because they're homies. Yeah. Well, not only that, but, you know, you know, just from a movie standpoint. OK, you're going to introduce another guy who is basically a god or demigod or whatever just make him another you know from another realm from the thor universe you know and it's like oh you know the asgardians have known about the these uh you know whatever you want to call them the greeks or whatever um for a long time and then you, you can write a story where now you know thor has to be like team up with hercules to do something um and they're you know they don't like each other at first but then they like each other and then it's a buddy a buddy cop movie. Well, and there that's was... going to be Thor four. <laughs> calling it right now. Or Thor well, there five. Was, there's also five, huh? like if since the scrolls are back and it looks like they they're going to use them again, and I, I'm assuming they're going to show the evil scroll side and the the Maybe. ones we know are good, or even the ones that we think are good are just playing the long con game and you know are slowly infiltrating. But there was 
there's a great comic where um so all of the earth gods are actually fighting the scroll gods while the scrolls are invading earth so they're kind of like saving the soul of planet earth yeah. so it's like a, a war that no one else sees but the gods and you know obviously they're successful but that would be really cool because hercules was there and he had a big part in it yeah you know? and so is jesus <laughs> he was one of the sky fathers why universe. is he like not part of the marvel the marvel universe because I you know that many, would be tight you know how many pissed off people <laughs> It would be. You know what? There, there's not a lot more of the Norse mythology. They, you know, followers they, is pretty they can, safe. They can be pissed off because how sick would it be? Well, they basically already right, did Cody, make him. How it would you? It how, was the Sentry. <laughs> how would you make him fight? Uh, he would just he would he would use his uh, energy beams from his hands. From they would shoot out of his stigmata. Just he got hit in the wrist, bro. They weren't the hands. Yeah. So okay, shoots out of his wrist. Okay, if you want to be. <laughs> I'm taking some artistic liberty here, okay? And then and then he would um he would also take the the crown of thorns, he would throw it like so a like, frisbee. Like, like Raiden. Yeah, yeah, kinda like that. And it you know it's Oh no, really sorry, that wasn't Raiden, that was the other guy. I forgot his uh, name. oh yeah, Kun Lao. Yeah. Kun Lao, yeah. It would be very similar to that. You throw it in the ground and buzz saw and stuff, you know. I think that'd be pretty tight. Walk on water, you know. He's uh and then he would just uh he could also multiply things. That would be that would be the wild card one. <laughs> Where you could touch one thing and it would turn into a bunch of things. Bunch of fish. He can yeah, make fish more. and bread and whatnot. But he could do it for anything. And wine. Water to wine. Yeah, he, he has he has power over uh atomics uh the atomic structure of certain items. You're like, what the fuck? Jesus can do that? And you're like, Jesus can do a lot of things. <laughs> oh, he turned he, you got a big metal armor set, he just touches it and melts. He's like, Oh fuck. I don't remember when he did that in the Bible. No, you know, it's it's the same it's the same idea as water to wine. It's just, it's just it's like more common. No, no fact. He was a, a great alchemist. <laughs> he just uh, yeah. changed the substance. And no, he, he he modifies the subatomic structure of different materials. <laughs> That's his power. We'll see amongst Mar- the other things. We'll, we'll see if Marvel gets on that one. I know, and then they'll make a movie. <laughs> and who are they casting as Jesus? I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough one. Car- I'd, I'd want to say Carl yeah. Urban. <laughs> Carl Urban would be great. I think Channing Tatum would also be weirdly good. As Jesus. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like that would be cool. You just but like to see you know him shirtless. What? They're just going to, you know who they're really going to get? The Rock. Probably. <laughs> I was gonna Put say, him in a big old wig. I was going to say Scarlett Johansson, but you Ooh, know. that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, she plays Mary Magdalene for sure. <laughs> for sure. I just, I just, I just wrote phase five Marvel. Get at me. <laughs> Oh shit! Jesus was real and a and a super powerful fucking mutant this whole time. <laughs> the first mutant. The first mutant after apocalypse. Yeah, so I guess the second mutant. The second mutant. <laughs> we took a big break. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, what what else uh is happening out there right now? I will say I I picked up the old uh, Spider-Man PS4 game again, and I've. Uh, because I never finished it, and so Gotta finish it. so I, good. I'm really enjoying it. I don't know why I ever stopped. I think destiny just gets in the way sometimes. You know, it's one of those things. I need to finish the other, the other missions, the bonus ones that came out. But I actually started playing where my coworkers pulled me into League of Legends, so I started playing that again. Okay, oh it's fun, dude. It's really fun. It's a whole lot of. Oh, if I anyone, it was fun. It's it is it's like World of Warcraft. I I know for a fact that it's fun. I just can't throw my life away. Like it's that. not like I've, I've come so far. It's definitely not like World of Warcraft. It's more. It's it's I different. Yeah. It's I don't different. know if you ever played Dota when uh, no. Warcraft was out. Nope, nope, nope. So, okay. but I've heard of it. It's just five dudes trying to take over some territory. Five dudes fighting five dudes, or you could do three versus three. It's a lot of fun. It's it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, anyone who's listening, if you guys want to play, send me a message on the gram on the on the tweets. Yeah. Definitely down to play with some folks. What do you think about them re-releasing uh, World of Warcraft Classic? I don't, I've never played it. For the same reason you didn't, I didn't want to like pour thousands of hours into it. Yeah, like, so- like I had, I had a girlfriend at the time who bought it for me, and I was actually in art school still, and I was like telling my art school buddies, like, yeah, I just got it. Like, which one you guys are playing? Like, I'm about to hop on, and one of them was like, dude, I'll tell you right now, you start playing Get that. While yeah, playing. he's like, don't even open it. You start playing, you're not going to do any of your assignments. Next, and next thing you know, 
You're sucking dicks for crack. Yeah, just for 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 top up cards for for wow coins and stuff. Yeah, yeah. sucking Ch- Chinese farmers dicks for gold. <laughs> so, and I took his advice. I was like, you know what? All right, and I did it. So I never played it. So yeah, I played a little bit, but like so light because uh, I had a bunch of friends uh, back just out of just out of high school. Who had who they were the ones who got their own apartment and that was like the hangout spot where we go drink beer and stuff and there was like four dudes living in a two-bedroom apartment so you could imagine what it smelled like oh i'm sure and uh, i smell it now yeah i know it's just weed and bo um it's so much cum um but yeah they all they all had a constant land party going where like their living room was not a regular living room it just had pcs set up all around the outside of the wall that sounds awesome yeah it was kind of awesome um and so like i could i could smell the stale pizza boxes oh dude the pizza boxes were so high and so (laughs) stale um but yeah so they let me uh create a character on one of the accounts i'm like yeah yeah let me try it out and i played it for like i don't know it was probably a couple weeks just when i was over there um and it it got to the point where i'm like yeah this is this is a little dangerous you know it's just you get into that loot hunting thing it's the same way with destiny here i'm playing destiny like six years or five years since the original one came out um but i will say it's kind of interesting to me so World of Warcraft Classic is coming out, um, which is essentially World of Warcraft before any of these other expansions came out, or at least before most of them came out. Um, and apparently, um, talking to some of my friends who, who were big WoW fans and stuff, they were saying that uh, WoW has become more for the kind of like the casual player. It's it's not as difficult um, as it used to be. And a lot of people feel that it has kind of, is become too casual and too easy. I'm I'm sure they did that by design. I mean, because there was guys who were like trading in actual dollars for people who were grinding away for oh, certain yeah. weapons. So and people stuff. at that apartment did that. They paid rent with characters that they were making. Stuff. Hey man, crazy. I I'm never gonna shame anyone's hustle, dude. If they were able to do that, good for them. You know, if yeah. you if you're doing something that someone's willing to trade their dollars for what you're doing. Hey man, you know, go for it. That's a uh, prostitution. You just endorse prostitution. I fuck it. Who are they hurting? Nobody. I don't get let them do it. They're just passing chlamydia from person to person. Hey man, you're taking that risk. <laughs> take that, that's the risk you, bu- you take. Dude, you bought the ticket, take the ride, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um so yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested to see if this is going to be a, a big success for them or if it's going to kind of like flop on them, but What I, what what dollar like what's it really costing them? They've already created it. Yeah. The only thing it's costing them is putting it on a new disc or download or whatever. Like, yeah, exactly. There's not like they did I'm, I'm R&D. Sure they don't you know? even, yeah, exactly. They didn't really create any new technology for it. It costs them zero. It's actually, to me, it's a fucking genius idea, really. Yeah. Anyone's, like, the young people who've never played well, it are going to go and play it, and old guys who want the nostalgia to play it again are going to go do it. So You know what's funny is you think about, like, uh, like how Nintendo has the e-console or whatever yeah, it's called, digital yeah. console. Um, and those, like, you actually have to port the old game to the new system. This one, you don't even have to do that because it's just on a computer again, right? Yeah. Um, though I, I did hear that you have to have uh, fairly modern capabilities on your computer to be able to play it. So it's kind of interesting that, you know, it will look better than the original. I'm sure they, they would have redone new cutscenes for it and stuff. Yeah, I'm maybe. sure. You know. I still love watching. I don't play World of Warcraft, but anytime they have a cutscene, I love watching. Cause oh, some of their ads are the greatest. I'm like, what is this movie that's coming out? It's like, oh no, it's a new WoW expansion. That was one of the big disappointments for me with the World of War or the Warcraft movie. It's like, dude, why did you have live characters? You like, dude, seeing the cutscenes that are so amazing for the games, just yeah. do a full featured film like that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it would have been great. Yeah, that was kind of an unfortunate one, but. I'm surprised it didn't make another one because it didn't do great here, but it apparently killed in China. China loves it. They they made a shit ton of money in China. Yeah. Um, it, it is kind of interesting. Maybe someone will take a stab at it again and just kind of revamp it or whatever. But, yeah, I'm interested to see. Uh, let us know on, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, what your thoughts are. Are you big uh, WoW players and are you excited for Classic or – I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to because I know it's just going to be that one hit, the first hit that's going to suck me into it. As soon as it hits your lips, it's so good. Yeah. Just like, "Mm, give it to me. Um, I I would, I'm surprised they haven't come out with a new, like a straight up a new game. Like start fresh, 
you know, whole. It takes new- them a long time. I mean, the last thing they did was. Um, yeah, but it's been the out last- for like 12, 13, 14 years. Well, the last StarCraft was, I think, the newest one. I mean, if you're not going to count. Um, Whatchamacallit? Mobile games or whatever. Yeah, like uh, Hearthstone and stuff, which that's another great one. Uh, I'm glad I managed to cut myself out of that one. It was like Candy Crush. Remember Candy Crush and how everyone was playing Candy Crush for so long? And you're like, oh, my God, I just spent $50 on Candy Crush. I'm happy to say I never spent any dollars on Hearthstone, but, like, I was tempted. (laughs) I was like, I want some new cards. I've definitely gotten better in, in, like, in the past like two years, but there was a time where like I would start a new game. And if it was one that I really liked, I would spend a little real money here and there on it. You know, um, like there was a star Trek one or a star Wars one, I should say, um, where you could like, you had to pay to like keep playing and, you know, or you could just wait or like have your friends invite you or whatever. And I threw some money down in that maybe like nothing crazy, but maybe 20, 30 bucks yeah. on a free game, you know? And it's just like, at the end you're like, what the fuck? Why did I do that? Yeah, I could have just waited. I could have just waited. The character's not even that good anyway, and I don't even want to play this anymore. It's like the same feeling when you pay for porn. Like, I could have just waited. I could have yeah. just seen it. And like, I could have just waited. I could have just used my fucking imagination. <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Do you remember? Like, Oh, dude, no one is going to remember the pain of when you had dial-up. <laughs> oh, dude. And it wasn't even it wasn't even like movies. It was just images. Images. And it was like, Tuk, tuk. Oh, I think that's a nipple. Oh, no, it's just her finger. You just wait. Someone answers. Someone tries to make a call. Like, I'm on the internet. Mom! Mom! I'm doing my I'm doing my homework. homework. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> this is a weird. This is a weird pastime or memory. Um, I remember. So we, we had uh, AOL back in the day. That's, everyone had AOL. Everyone had AOL. Um, and basically, uh, we had uh, the parental controls on it. And basically, um, it was the, uh, I forget what it was called. It was called like young adult or something like that. Or, or like, you know, uh, mature teen or something like that. There's like different levels of parental controls and parental so, blockage. So you had to get creative with your search. Yeah. So so like certain <laughs> websites were for sure blocked out, but we found this one and we all we all found it in my little group of friends because we were all set on the same level. <laughs> and I remember, I remember that to this day, it's called showbars.com. <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't been there in a million years. While you're speaking, I'm going to see if. It's but so. I remember, Go ahead. and again, it was pictures. You know, pictures or like you know 20 second blurry movies but i remember we would go there and we're like oh fuck it gets past the filter <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking on one one word show bars yeah s-h-o-w-b-a-r-s i know how to spell it cody thank you i'm just saying it didn't make any sense showbars.com yeah that one got past the aol um uh what's oh! There's something there. Is it still there? Get on your show bars for. Oh no! I guess someone bought it. It's a it's a gentleman's bar now. Oh, that's not as fun. So it's a strip club. Strip club. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that was it. Maybe we we're just watching previews of strip clubs. <laughs> Apparently, they have a lot of clubs. Wow, they sure do. Oh, Vegas. Hey, veterans have free uh, admission with military hey, ID. Get there out there, vets. Yeah, go. You know, thank you for your service. Here's some titties. Yeah, thank you for supporting our vets. They have the Pink Pony in Atlanta, Gold Rush in Atlanta, Cheetahs in Las Vegas, Masters Club in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Weird, weird variety there. All right. So we're going to start a Patreon so all our listeners can send us money so we can visit each of these places. <laughs> uh, there's a free uh, free buffet from 530 to 6.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. I don't think I could ever bring myself to eat at one of those buffets. Apparently, the Gold Club is uh, supposed to be fantastic. I just I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> I feel like it can't be sanitary. That's exactly like I just I can't. Though, you know, you don't see a lot of pubes flying around at the strip club. So they're all on the knows? floor. I don't know. Or just airborne. They're just gone. They're <laughs> waxed, waxed off, lasered off. But yeah. Hey, Cody, looks like they're hiring. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, talent scouts? Everything. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I could work it up there. 
Um, but you know, it's funny um, thinking about things that we experienced that the generation now just has no idea. Like you know, you know the the evolution of internet porn in general. Like, there's gonna be some kids out there, and like, I'm talking not that long, like five years, who are going to be so fucked up from the amount sheer like inventiveness of internet pornography that they're gonna they're basically gonna have to like murder people. They're not, they're not gonna know this. Hold on, hold on. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Mommy, you on the phone? Mom, get off the phone! And then here comes, here comes the satisfying part. You're like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. So good. You've got mail. Oh, they didn't do it. Oh. Welcome. You've got mail. That's basically what it was. But yeah, because you always know. had mail. They're and remember AIM? Oh, yeah. And like, you know, going into rando chat rooms. Dude, I, and then you get like random fucking like old guys like messaging you. Like, yeah, there was definitely this one. I don't know if it was an old guy or if it was actually a real lady, but <laughs> I'd like to assume it was a real lady who like we had like an Internet relationship and she lived in Texas. I was probably like I must have been like, I don't know, 14, 13 like oh yeah so how'd you find me oh i was just looking around you just seem like a nice guy i'm like oh that's so that totally makes sense i am a nice guy <laughs> yeah she gets me <laughs> she gets me she totally gets me and then and then even my you know horny 14 year old self after a while i'm like this can't be real <laughs> they're after my credit card or something but yeah man like aim was hella weird you had to like you had to put on your away message and like, so you'd get like an uh, auto reply back if you weren't, you know, you weren't online or whatever. And you would all get up and all your friends would be online. Oh, who, oh, look, Jamie's online. Oh, let me talk to him. <laughs> and it's like, and you had to be on the internet, like at a desktop computer to do any of this. Oh, yeah. It was the crazy. No phones, no fucking tablets. What was another thing from like that? Like, Kids today, people today, just have no idea about. Yeah, chat rooms. Chat rooms. Chat were, rooms. Chat rooms were like the thing. Yeah. Oh my God. How many kids do you think got molested via chat room? I don't know if we should <laughs> think about it. Like hundreds of thousands. Probably. Probably a lot, Cody. Probably all of us. <laughs> um, yeah. Chat chat rooms were were definitely one of those things. Um, and then like the other thing, I think. I think about all the time is like, you know it just dawned on me chat rooms were just basically like Twitter. It's all really yeah. Like, Twitter Twitter is like the world's biggest chat room now. Yeah. It's just a bunch of hate speech. Yeah, <laughs> just like just throwing out outlandish shit just to see yeah. who responds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You actually had to go looking for that shit before. You had to go find the CD chat rooms. Now it's just on Twitter. <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah, I think that's that's an interesting. That was the only thing that was missing was the images and in gifts. Yeah, I know images <laughs> took rooms. way too long. It took way too long. Um, I think an, a, another one um, was things like MapQuest. Remember, oh, I forgot about MapQuest. Remember MapQuest? Where okay, so like, like you and you and me, we're we're gonna drive to Las Vegas. We're, we're gonna drive to Comic Con. You just had to print out the map. So we go on there. We're like, uh, here's my home address. Type it all in. Here's Comic-Con. Type it all in. And then it comes up with, here's the turns that you have to go to yeah. get to Comic-Con. And you would print it all out. <laughs> and sometimes it'd be like like three, four, five pages. And right. You're like, exactly. And you, you needed your path. You needed You your needed fucking, a navigator. You needed a navigator to tell you, like, hey, man, got turn. it's coming up. You're going to yeah. turn here. Oh, you fucking missed it. How do we get back to that one? I, I don't know. It's not on the map quest. <laughs> That was the craziest, and then you know, uh, and and at that point we thought, how much better could technology possibly get? Because remember when people just had to pull out a map that just had all the roads on it, <laughs> got what, updated all what the time. Fools they were, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I want to drive to Colorado. Well, let me pull out the map to Colorado, and you're like, oh, here. Oh, it looks like maybe if I go on the 85, nope, the 85 is not going to work. I better go up to 237. And you're like, but, you know, like w what we gave up for this convenience, you know, yeah. like this is super convenient. 
and it's telling me yeah it's telling me in real time where to go on the map but if you think about it if i run out of battery or the satellite goes down yeah and i don't know how to navigate a map or i don't even have a goddamn map i'm fucked yeah <laughs> I'm like screwed yeah that's true and you know i think that a big thing is like knowledge retention has gone into the shitter oh for sure you know think about like how often you used to have to you know you'd be like who is that one actor like if we took carl urban like Carl Urban, what has he been in? Oh, he was in that one movie, you know, where the guy never shows his face, and he's like, I am the law. And you're like, oh, yeah, Judge Dredd. Oh, that was with that other chick from that other movie. And you had to, like, kind of work it out. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, IMDb. Oh, shit, Cersei Lannister's in uh, Judge Dredd with Carl Urban. Like, yeah, he was that. he was one of the writers of the Rohirrim in, in you know, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Yeah, you know, it's like you can just instantly look up anybody. You think about it like 10, 20 years from now when they're going to think this technology is so basic. I know. (laughs) What's that going to be like? like, What's porn going to be like? Oh, I'm sure it's going to be some VR. The VR stuff is already there. It can only get crazier. It's actually like there's going to be like smells Isn't it it? weird how like when we come up with a new technology, the first thing we try to figure out is how can we use this for sex? Yeah. (laughs) No, like, legitimately, that's why we all watched VHS tapes instead of Betamax. Yeah, because it was was cheaper, right? It was cheaper, and the porn studios adopted it. Same thing with Blu-ray. Oh, I believe it. Blu-ray, all the porn studios did. Like, I remember Pirates was one of the first porn movies that came out on Blu-ray. And it was, like, two discs. Dude, what's the the first thing when we had, like, regular snail mail? I'm sure people were just drawing dicks and sending it to each other for sure. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure that was the first thing actually said on the telephone. It's like, hello? <laughs> what, what, was what, do you, it? what do you look like? <laughs> Watson, is that you? No, it's my dick. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> what are you wearing? What are you wearing? What are you not wearing? Let me see them TDs. Yeah, I, I, describe I, them for me. <laughs> describe them for me. That was the first fax ever sent. <laughs> I'm sure it was, dude. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. It's like the, the toner. Dude, the internet with the porn uh, right yeah. away. I know. What will porn take us to next? Dude, camera phones, people just sending each other dick pics and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Everything. That, that, like, my- Dude, fucking robots. People are like, oh, how do we make uh, the sex ones? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right yeah exactly. Yeah, uh, that robot that you're making, Boston Dynamics, is pretty cool, but uh, could you put a vagina on yeah. it? <laughs> right away. It's, it's like, like, oh, okay. It instantly jumps like 10 levels in technology. Tell me, man. We got to figure out a way of... Uh, like tying pornography into like light speed or like uh, suspended animation. Because then it'll get really, it'll make, it'll get Dude, made really fast. It'll be fucking crazy. <laughs> can you imagine they're like, uh, yeah, we made this tank where basically you can go to sleep into it and you don't really age. And as soon as you wake up from it, you have like a crazy orgasm <laughs> right away. Like, Whoa. Could that be used for like interstellar travel? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Like, probably, but wouldn't you rather but bust 10,000 like, nuts? Wouldn't <laughs> you just wake up immediately and just, you know, enjoy that? I'm like, well, like, I mean, we could travel to like, you know, other galaxies. Yeah, but like, you imagine. He's like, that's a great point because then we can fuck those aliens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're trying to fuck aliens. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the world we live in. So. D&D, you always got those one characters trying to seduce the NPCs yep. like, right away. Always. Like, you know you're not really going to fuck him. He's like, I want to seduce him anyway. Well, I'm going to roll 20 and fuck that alien. <laughs> well, this episode uh, really spiraled down into the gutters. <laughs> As always. As always. Uh, but uh, we got some exciting stuff coming. Um, we're picking up some new equipment that's very exciting. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, I don't think it'll be the next episode, but maybe the next one after that. So hope stay tuned for that. Um, some fun merch possibilities coming down the line. Well, the merch possibilities are definitely coming down the line. Just trying to yeah, piece we're just, out the final. We're just ironing out the last final things. Um, and I will throw out maybe, possibly, possibly, you might be able to take callers with the new technology. Some exciting, yeah, some exciting stuff. I mean, theoretically, we could take callers now. It's just a pain in the ass. Okay, well, we could be able to do it easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'll be it'll be way easier. So. Um, if, you, if that's something you guys are interested in, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Nerds with Friend, generally with no S if you're doing Twitter and Instagram, um, and just search Nerds with Friends on Facebook. Um, but let us know. Would you like like a call-in feature, and how would you like that to work? We could schedule it at a certain time, and you guys could call in or just... Uh, oh, I definitely want the randos. Meet, it, meet want... up ahead of time. Half of mine are going to be Chinese robocallers. Fuck it. I'll take them. <laughs> Dude, I get that all the time. 
Ni hao, my I'm like, dude, why do you keep calling me? What are you selling? They're robocalls. Maybe I'm interested in buying it, but it's in Chinese. I don't understand. I'm sorry. I like taking the scam calls, the the social security that I owe yeah. money. Please do not hang up. This is the office of the social security. I totally call because I figure if I'm talking to them for like 20, 40, if I have the time. Yeah. If I'm talking to them for 20, 40 minutes, they're not scamming some uh, an elderly person or someone else. Yeah. So, and usually I like to slow burn to figure out that I'm just fucking with them. Yeah. So <laughs> just like to uh, prolong it as long as, as long possible. As you can. And I love it right away when they figure it out and they get mad, we're sending the cops after you. You're going to get arrested. I'm like, cool. What city am I in? They're coming right now. I just thought, cool. What city am I in? Yeah. Oh, I'll be ready for him. <laughs> yes. I'm <the> noise. <laughs> and then I'm coming after you. I am the law. And then it's Judge Shred. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Christian, for uh, coming by and sticking with me. Always fun being here. Yep. We got some uh, some more. We got to watch some more boys tonight. Oh, yeah. For sure. Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> Just watching boys all night long. Watching the boys? Watching all the boys. <laughs> all night long. Can I watch the men at least? No, less? just the boys. We're going to watch the boys till we can't watch no more. <laughs> but yeah, check that out on Amazon Prime. It's out now. Uh, the whole series is on there. And uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.